listen, and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad, related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Living with Addiction podcast, and If you are listening to this and you are a faithful listener of this podcast, you're like, wait, that doesn't sound like Heather. You are absolutely right. I am Kelly Hatcher. I am a friend of Heather's. Um, She actually interviewed me a few podcasts ago, and we're actually um, both in the family recovery coaching business, and I'm stepping in for her today to talk about a subject that is near and dear to both of our hearts. We are both dealing with our children who are struggling with drug abuse. And right now, you know, there are days that you just feel like you're on fire. You got this. You can handle anything that comes your way. But then again, there are those days when you just feel like you're in a funk, like life stinks. Like there's nothing good about today You may not want to get out of bed. You may not want to go to work. You may not want to deal with your husband or your kids. And we're here to tell you that that is normal. That is absolutely normal in life. Life is all about having this 50-50 split. 50% of the time of your life, you're going to be really happy, excited about life. And then there's that 50% that just sucks and nothing seems good. And sometimes you're probably talking right now saying, well, that seems like 80% of my life. And I get that because dealing with my son's addiction, I can tell you, I mean, I, I have felt for years and years, there were times that I just thought all I want to do is stay in bed. All I want to do is cry. All I want to do is drink wine and numb my pain. And Luckily, I got to a point where I realized um, the only person that was hurting was myself and I needed to get help. I needed to find a a coach that would help me. I mean, I was dealing with therapists, but if any of you have dealt with therapists, a lot of times they aren't into that recovery part. And it's a family disease, as we all know. And sometimes it's just, it's tough talking to someone who hasn't walked in your footsteps. And uh, both Heather and I, (laughs) we're both still walking in your footsteps and we get it and we understand it. And we both have those days that we just, we're in a funk. I mean, Heather and I have talked about it together of, yeah, I mean, last weekend I was in a funk. I just, I didn't want to talk to anybody. You know, I live alone and it's just, you can kind of get into those scary situations where you're feeling just really down on yourself. But I'm here to tell you that both Heather and I agree that how we handle those funky days where we just feel like crap is by looking at it 
why am I feeling like this? What is happening in my life to make me feel like this? What both of us have figured out is that self-care really is our number one. Like we take care of ourselves. We know that for years and years, I never put myself first. I've always put my kids first, my family first. And, you know, I did the mom thing. I, you know, cooked all the meals. I worked all day, but I made sure everybody was taken care of, took them to the games and the sports. And, you know, it just keeps going on and on and on. And I never took care of myself. And then once my son, Jake, started using, my goal was to fix Jake. I thought, I've got this. I'm going to fix him. I've got a master's in counseling. Like, I know what to do. Well, that is um, a, a big load of crock. Like, I don't know what to do. It is his problem. It is his disease. And I am a bystander in it. And I thought I owned it. And I thought I could fix it. And once I realized and worked through all of this, I realized the biggest problem I was dealing with was myself. I wasn't taking care of myself, whether it was I was losing a ton of weight and then I was gaining a ton of weight. I thought I could drink myself through this. I I just did everything so wrong to band-aid my funk. And I realized eventually that putting Band-Aids over it never healed my wounds. It never helped me become the person I am today. The biggest thing I've learned is that I needed to take care of myself. I needed to realize that self-care doesn't mean I'm going to go get my nails done, or it doesn't mean I'm going to go out with my girlfriends and party. It was taking care of my health. It was learning how to meditate. It was getting back into working out. And it, I mean, obviously I'd like the idea of making my body look better. I think we all do, but it was more for the endorphins. It was more of it helped me realize my brain needed this. I needed to feel happy again. I needed to find joy in my life. And with self-care, that was one step that helped me realize if I just take, you know, if you even start with like five to 10 minutes a day of doing something just for you, it may be a short walk. It could be learning how to meditate. It may be doing yoga. It may be doing a full-blown workout with weights. It could be a massage where you're just releasing the pressure, the tension, the anything that is building up, which we all, we all hold all of that in and it's doing damage. It's, it's hurting our bodies. So for both Heather and myself, we both, you know, she does these sound baths at the beach that just sounds so, so beautiful. She lives in Florida. I live in California and we're like, obviously we're on the opposite sides, but I so want to go visit and just do one of these with her because it just sounds so peaceful and she does it for herself. She drives hours to get there. 
she stays, I, I think it's like an hour and a half. And then she drives hours to get back home, but she's doing it for her. That is the biggest thing. And, you know, I do the same thing now. I do the meditation for myself. I work out for myself. I go on walks. I, I mean, I feel that once you learn to take that control back and realize you are your first priority. You know, there's that old saying of um, if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. I kind of, I mean, it, it really never was in my family, but for now, this is where I'm at. I have to take care of myself first. And with that, you have to give yourself a little grace, a little mercy and realize I'm doing the best I can. Today may be a really crappy day for you, but it's all I have for you. And, you know, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to work on it again tomorrow. But you need to learn to be gentle. You need to learn to be kind to yourself. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be joyful and find pleasures in life just for you. I heard someone um, on a podcast this week that was talking about when you talked negatively about yourself of this is so much crap. Everything is happening to me. I can't believe this is happening to me. I've lost my job from COVID. My kid is still using. I think he may die. I think this is happening. I suck. I can't get anything straight. All of that negative talk it, it obviously is starting to affect us. Like we, we start to believe that my world is horrible. It's so negative. And it's absolutely opposite of that. If your child came to you right now and was saying, I'm having a really bad day, mom, would you tell them? Yeah, you suck, dude. Like you really suck. No, no, we would never talk to anybody that we love, we would never talk like that to them. So why do we talk to ourselves like that? You know, I, if I do something dumb, I'm like, I'm such a dork. Why would I say that? I'm not a dork. Learning to evaluate, analyze your self-talk and realize, whoa, 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 no, I, I'm a good person. I deserve, I deserve better. I am enough. By saying these, you start to realize that you are better, but it, it comes in time. It totally, it's not a light switch. It's not something that happens overnight. I literally have sticky notes that I put up on my mirror in my bathroom, downstairs, obviously, not the public bathroom that's upstairs, but in my bathroom, I have notes all over my mirror. And I see those every morning. If I'm brushing my teeth, I say those notes to myself. I say them out loud and they're all positive affirmations. And the only person who's gaining from those positive affirmations is myself. Please know that Heather, myself, we, we know these feelings. We know those days of just feeling frustrated or lonely or angry. I mean, there's so many emotions that pop up when we are dealing with a loved one who's struggling with drugs. 
we get you, we understand, but we also know, analyze those feelings. Why are you feeling like this? Let's figure it out, work through it, and then move forward. To keep going back to those negative feelings, it's not doing anybody any good. We have to move past them. Stop trying to band-aid them and cover them with alcohol, with food, with denial. Address them, deal with them, and move forward. One of the biggest things that Heather and I both, we talk to each other, having a friend that is going through the same thing and understands is so, so beneficial. I mean, Heather and I laugh now when we talk about our kids because nobody else would laugh. Like people's eyes would bug out of our heads or their heads when they're listening to us because they're like in total shock of how in the hell do you deal with this? But we're at a place now, like we kind of tag team back and forth. All right, what do you got? And she'll say something and I'll throw a jab and then she throws one at me and we can laugh at it. You have to laugh. You have to laugh in life. It will create those endorphins that keep you going. We want you to know that you have support, whether you are going into Heather's Facebook group, whether you're reaching out to her, you can reach out to me. I, we want to help people. This is our goal. We want to help moms. We want to help dads that are struggling and feeling that you're alone, you're in a funk. It's temporary. Life is 50-50. It will get better if you allow it to get better. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. You are beautiful. You deserve the best. I am so lucky to be where I am right now. All of those things will start aggressively making your brain feel stronger and healthier the more you say them. I can tell you from experience, I've been in the funks. I've been there. I live this life. And now when I get in those, I, I, I live in it for a minute and then I let it go because it does not serve me a good purpose. I hope that you can take some of this today and realize I am enough. I deserve better. I deserve to be happy. I hope you got something out of this. I'm hoping you have a beautiful day. I really appreciate you allowing me, Heather, to come play on your podcast. And if you want to reach out, I'm at uh, New Day Family Recovery, or you definitely can always reach Heather. Please know we are here. We're here to help you and support you and be your biggest cheerleader. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.